job titles are really, as we've discussed, not a very accurate way of understanding your growth or understanding what your responsibilities are in a place. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. And today we're going to talk about job titles and promotions and all of that stuff that you deal with when you are a designer within a company. This topic came about from a conversation that I kicked off on Twitter the other week, um, talking about the fact that throughout my career, my job titles have pretty much been the same. Like it, they've never had senior or lead or like, you know, uh, growth shown through the job title itself. And I was just posing the question, like, does this matter? Should I be concerned about it? Is this something we should think about as designers? Me and you, Fem, were having a bit of a back and forth and it seemed like we have some maybe differing opinions on this, which is always exciting <laughs> because I feel like we agree on a lot of things. And so I think it's cool to discuss things when we don't agree completely yeah. because it makes for a more interesting show, to be honest. Yeah. So yes, that's what we're going to talk about today. But uh, first off, Fem, how's life? What have you been up to? Yeah, life has been good. Uh, although I was supposed to go on a vacation to Canada recently and it didn't pan out because Jet Airways went bankrupt and my flights got cancelled. So I should be on vacation actually as we speak, but I am here in Amsterdam, which Boo. isn't isn't that bad in the scheme of things. Uh, but yeah, I've been pretty good otherwise just... You know, now that the weather's getting better, you know, trying to figure out what my summer routine is, I'm considering starting work an hour earlier so I can finish an hour earlier, like mm. kind of have summer working hours. So I don't know. I'm trying to play around with that and see what changes I need to make to my morning routine to because I don't want to get up an hour earlier, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where else are you going to get that time? From, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out and uh, yeah, kind of move to a to a summer schedule um, but yeah otherwise things are going pretty well I don't really feel like I have any exciting things upcoming no conferences or trips planned just enjoying and living life at the moment I'm in the opposite situation yeah tell us <laughs> where um, I've had the past I think two full months completely at home in London which has been lovely Rare for you, actually. Rare. And before that, I was on like six weeks in New Zealand and then a week and a half in America. So yeah, there, there was a lot of travel at the start of the year. And we're kicking off back into travel season again. In about a week's time, I head to Chicago for a conference that I'm speaking at, talking about in-house design. Awesome. So I guess that's the thing I've mostly been working on lately has been the talk for that. Uh, and then when I come back from that, the next week, Mark and I are going to Spain for a bit for his birthday. And then a couple of weeks later, I go to back to the States for my <laughs> work conference. Um, yeah, basically, we just kick off. I think there's travel, if not booked, but planned in my mind mm -hmm. for pretty much every month for the rest of the year. I think maybe wow. November, there's nothing. So, yeah, we're, we're kicking back off into that. So organized. Well, I don't know. Like I just said, they're planned in my mind. They're not actually flights booked at this stage. <laughs> How much of these are vacation versus like work related or conference related things? Good question, because I'm going to 
like more trips this year are going to be for pleasure than for work than I did last year. Good, good, which is good. Yeah, Mark and I have this plan to. um, Well, okay, let me explain. There is this skateboarding championships called Street League that we really like watching. They come to London. And also this year, they're having it in two more places. It's going to be in LA and also in Mexico City. And so Mark and I have this idea that like, why don't we follow this thing around the world and like try and go to all of them this year? And also it'd be an excuse to go to these places together. Cool. So that's the plan. But like I said, just planned in my mind so far. Not actually booked yet. We don't have tickets. So that's the first step is to have the plan in your mind. So that sounds super exciting. Yes, exactly. So yeah, that's that's what I've been up to lately is mostly working on this talk has been my focus for the month of April to get that all short up. Um, I've invested in some speaker coaching on it, which is just like, honestly, an amazing investment. Awesome. Mike Pacquion is, is so good at what he does. And so yeah, I've been getting some good coaching on my talk and feedback and feeling really confident about it. So yeah, that's that's what's coming up. And actually, Speaking at this conference is kind of what got me thinking about job titles and what made me like pose this question out on Twitter and started this discussion. Because I was thinking about the fact that, I don't know, sometimes I feel a bit bad that my job title in a conference description, you know, speaker bio or whatever, it's like, it says, I'm the marketing designer at ConvertKit. Whereas, I don't know, would it be more compelling for someone to come along to my talk if it said I was the lead marketing design or like, uh, you know, senior, whatever, creative director, all these fancier titles. That's what got me thinking about it because yeah, I don't know how much, how, how much should I go into this now? How about I start off with my view on job titles um, and then you share where you come from on this matter. How about that? All right. Yeah. Let's hear it. Go. Okay. So the reason that I haven't given this a lot of thought until now is because I've discovered I suit much better working at smaller companies. And at smaller companies, everyone wears a lot of hats. The job title, I mean, it just really doesn't matter. You don't need a job title to know what your coworker does because the company is small enough that you just know. Right, that makes sense. yes. And because there's not all these multi-levels, like I'm the only marketing designer on the team. So technically, I guess I am the lead, right? Mm-hmm. I lead the marketing design. But because I'm the only one... Uh, <laughs> It feels a bit silly to have that as a job title. And so I'm the marketing designer, right? Yeah. It's just not necessary to make distinctions within the company for those levels. And because I'm not in my mind thinking that in the future, I want to go work for a Google or, or an Uber or, or one of those you know big tech companies where perhaps the fancier title would matter more. It's just not something that I've given a lot of thought to. Mm-hmm. But I know that you do come from that world and you were saying some really interesting things to me in response to this about growth and how the job title signifies that. So yeah, tell me where you come from job titles and how you think they're important. Yeah, I think ultimately it depends on what you want to do and where you see yourself in your career as to whether it matters. So for you, if you only, you know, want to stay at these sort of small companies where there's not, you know, as much hierarchy as say in a place like Google, then I think that's fine. If you want to apply at the Googles and the Facebooks, then those places have a lot of hierarchy and therefore it could matter. And in my experience as someone that is often on the interview panel, like I read a lot of resumes, you know, people apply for jobs at Uber and sometimes I'm reading the resumes and we're kind of screening candidates that way. You know, the job title is something that I check 
like I check to see, you know, what are they currently doing? And then I check like, what is their past jobs? And like, is there any progression or what, what's kind of been the path for this person? That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. Where are they now? Where did they come from? And sort of an indication of how they got there. And, you know, like, honestly, if I saw a resume that was a designer that like for the last 10 years just had consistently junior designer, junior designer, junior designer, I would start to question like, oh, they've been a junior designer for 10 years. I I wonder why, like what growth have they had? What are their own goals? Like, do they care about this? Are they someone that wants to move forward and, you know, has a plan for their career or are they sort of comfy just sitting in this place? You know, it does kind of make me ask those questions. And so I've been in meetings where we've had like a hundred resumes to go through. And when you're going through that many, you know, you only have less than 30 seconds per resume to look at, you know, the job title is something that I look at and that factors into my decision-making. So yeah, that's kind of like what my experience has been. And to be honest, like in the past, before my job at Uber, I didn't care much either, to be honest. It wasn't a big deal to me. But since joining Uber and kind of seeing this whole sort of like, uh, we have, we call them competencies, which is a really annoying and difficult word to say. Um, but it's basically the sort of your option of growth and progression in the company. So you start at like this level and then there's the next level and here's the competencies that you need to fulfill to get to that next level. And so it's this very like linear growth path. There's like 10 levels or something. It's crazy. And does your title change with each level? Yes, it does. Ah. So like you could be, we have like product designer one, product designer two, senior product designer one, senior product designer two. And then it keeps going on to like principal designer, staff designer. Like there's a lot of titles And I think it's easy to be like, you know, who cares? (laughs) Uh, But also at the same time, I don't know, when you're all wrapped in, like when you're in that space, you do care. And like, I really care a lot internally about, you know, what are my goals? What is my career progression here? How do I get to next level? Like, you know, I want to be ambitious and keep moving forward and keep growing. So I care for myself because I want to keep growing and, and show that growth and I do feel like I'm in a place where in the future I might want to work for a place like Google or something, right? So for me, I know that because in that world it matters, it matters to me. But if it doesn't matter to you, then I don't think it's something that you necessarily have to be consistently striving for. That's really really interesting. Um, And that kind of explains why a little bit. So after this conversation on Twitter, you messaged me and you were like, don't they do promotions at ConvertKit? And I was like, interesting that a lack of title changes means a lack of promotions to you. But I can see now it's because that is your path. These competencies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the changing of the job title is showing that you're growing at Uber, right? Yeah, like you get a promotion from designer one to designer two. Yes. Like that comes with a new title, a new list of responsibilities and competencies, etc. Yeah. Whereas for me at ConvertKit, a promotion is more like It's pretty much just a raise. Right. And usually you get it and it doesn't come with a new list of responsibilities because you're getting this because you already have taken on those responsibilities that show that you are deserving of a higher level. So it's not like we we think you're ready to be promoted. Here we go. Now you're going to do this stuff instead. It's more like, hey, we've noticed that you've been going above and beyond. 
you're now promoted, uh, you know, and basically you're getting the salary to match the work that you had started doing. So question for you then is, do you know right now what you need to do to get promoted? Yes. Well, interesting. Kind of, maybe is the answer. Yeah. Um, so we have, for we're on, because um, promotion is more about the salary level and the salary level depends on what your responsibilities are, if that makes sense. And we're on standardized salaries at ConvertKit. I know there's six levels of designer. I am currently on level three and I'm currently talking to my director about being moved up to a level four because I believe and he believes that I'm already like exhibiting the response, you know, the work and the responsibilities and the skills to be at that level. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there is a description about what the level entails but it's not like a checklist, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you have to complete this course, take on this task, and then you can be moved up to the level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I kind of like. I feel like it's good that it's open to interpretation. Basically, I, I took that description of what the level four was, and I wrote bullet points about all the things that I was doing that I felt fit within it. And that, yeah, I could take that as to kind of advocate for myself, I suppose, and for him to advocate for me to the rest of the directors. So how would you feel if along with your next promotion, you also got a upgrade to your title? Like, let's say when you get promoted to level four, your title changes to lead marketing designer. Like, what does that mean anything? Would that mean anything to you? Is that something that would be important to you? Or you're not as worried about the titles as the sort of promotion itself, I guess? I don't think that internally it would it would feel weird to have uh, um, a title change internally because I'm still doing my job, you know? I don't really care about that as much, but I am starting to feel like, oh, maybe I would like to just be able to have a better, like, title to say at conferences, at meetups, you know, just to be taken a little bit more seriously in this world. Yeah. It was really interesting. In the example you gave earlier, Fem, you mentioned um, if someone had junior designer as their title for 10 years, which, I mean, that would ring alarm bells for me too, for sure, to be marked as a junior for that long. But... What about, what do you think about just being like designer, essentially? There's no qualifier of your level in the title. Because um, that was my situation that I was tweeting about. And it seemed like that showed no growth to you as well, if you would see that on a CV. Yeah, I guess it depends what their working history is, right? Like if if I see that they are someone that's been working at small startups or small agencies or something, I'd be like, okay, I you know, I get it. Uh, it's, I think it's more common for these big, like Silicon tech, you know, companies to have these different levels and these different titles, you know, if, if they're not already in that space and it just said designer, I, I, I would give a bit more leeway and I'd be a bit more understanding. But if you're someone that's been working at Google and Facebook or whatever for the last five, 10 years, and you're always the same role, because I know that those companies have these progressions and these sort of internal promotions and job title changes, I would be like, oh, that's interesting. But what if, because you, you said before, and it's fair enough that you only have like 30 seconds per CV. I've been in this situation too in hiring. You don't, if you didn't know me, you pr- probably wouldn't know half of the companies that I've worked for, True. right? You wouldn't know if they're a small startup or a small agency and how their title thingies worked. And I think you'd be right in like assuming that that would be mean no growth, right? Because the situation you're in says that with promotions comes a job title change. This person hasn't had any job title changes. Therefore, my mind equates that with no promotion. So in this case, I would say what I would look for or would like to see is to actually have your promotions listed on your resume. 
Okay. So like um, if they're not job title related, but list out what they were within those companies anyway. Yeah, I, I think LinkedIn, I hate to bring up LinkedIn because like it's not an amazing platform, but it works for this. If you, for example, like if you go to my LinkedIn, you'll see that I have Uber listed as my current employer and you'll see that I have my um for like the first year I was product designer one and I listed my responsibilities and then I have product designer two when I got promoted and my new responsibilities. And it was funny actually when I updated this, I, I just updated it, you know, not really for any reason, but just to kind of keep track of my growth. People started commenting like, congrats on your promotion. And I was like, oh, that's funny. But, you know, for example, I would probably list that on my future resume if I were applying for a new job to show that like from 2017 to 2018 this was my responsibilities then from 2018 to 2019 um, I moved up to this level here's the growth that I experienced and here was my new set of responsibilities you could do something like that in your case where it doesn't necessarily matter as much that you're not getting a title change but I think it is still important to show your growth at a place yeah, I think that's interesting. Uh, and again, I think that's something that would only be necessary if I was applying at one of the big companies. But I do want to keep that in mind because even though I have no interest in that right now, I mean, I don't know what I will be interested in in 10 years time. You know what I mean? And so basically, I just want to make sure that I'm not totally closing off future options with, you know, stuff that I'm doing now. I never want to like totally close that door just because it's not something that I currently care about. How much do you care about job titles like outside of yourself? Like if you are at a conference and there is someone talking and their job title is listed, does that factor into your decision as to whether you're going to attend this or not? Or say like there's a workshop being run by someone is whether they are senior designer at X versus like designer at X. Does that have any influence as to how you perceive that person? I don't know if senior does compared to regular designer, but I think like lead does to me. Yeah. Or director or something. Right? Yes. Because that shows a higher level of responsibility and maybe because I'm interested in leadership and things like that. Maybe I feel like I'll get more out of the talk from hearing from them because they do lead a team or, you know, lead a project or whatever. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it does. As much as I would love to say that it doesn't, I think it does. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, no, totally. Like if I was going to attend a workshop on, uh, you know, a specific skill or whatever to learn something in particular, let's say this is given by like director of product design at Facebook versus like senior designer at Facebook, I would definitely be more inclined to go if it's given by the director I don't know it's I, I think it's just a perception thing right like it just you seem to value it more or respect the information more I guess if it's coming from someone who yeah is at the top and you know of course someone who is at the top we equate that with someone that has a lot of experience and a lot of skills to share so it kind of just in my mind increases the perceived value yeah, it does, because to get promotions and to get to that level, right, you have to have some skill. And so you're <laughs> hoping that you're going to learn what those skills were in the workshop or whatever that you're going to. Uh, it's kind of like a a marker of success, I suppose. And maybe in my mind, I equate it with a marker of the quality of the information that I'm going to get, which isn't always the case, I will say. True. But it's an indication, I guess. It is, yeah. 
it's it's a good thing. It's a baseline anyway to form an opinion on. And that's another interesting thing about job titles, I think, is that we all bring our own experience with that job title uh, and place that on someone when you identify yourself as that. So, right, when I say I'm a marketing designer, your brain will automatically think about any marketing designers you've worked with in the past, what their responsibilities were, and that's what you'll assume I do based on me having, like, saying that I've got that same title, right? Right. Yeah, that that is interesting. Yeah, you kind of, like, automatically put people in a box, right? Yes. Or, yeah. And, yeah, I guess you're, like, existing framework of who that kind of person is is just applied to you even if that might not be the case yep yep totally I, th- I feel like I don't know when I introduce myself I tend to just say I'm a designer at ConvertKit I don't even say marketing designer I don't know but yeah I have found that um, I went to this meetup recently and it was a design leaders meetup so granted maybe I don't know I wasn't the target market for this place, but a lot of people there had like director of this or like UX team lead or whatever they did lead teams. And I did kind of feel like when I'd introduce myself and, you know, they'd ask, well, you know, what size team I led or even if I just said, oh, I'm the marketing designer, you know, it didn't sound impressive. And so I could notice people being less interested in, I don't know, diving into my my story because of that, they were happy to answer like, you know, I'm trying to make conversations. I'm asking them questions, no questions back from them. They had no interest in learning about me, which I mean, like I said, because I don't technically lead a team, I can understand, but I still feel like I've got, you know, a lot of experience and knowledge that I could share. So it was interesting that because I led, like my job title didn't tell them that I was someone who was valuable to them, basically, is what I felt. Yeah, it it sounds like to me, based on what you've shared so far in this episode, is that this is something that is important to you, not necessarily for your own self-worth, but in order to create the correct perception about you, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it is. And I kind of hate that about myself. (laughs) I think it is. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying is like, it's, it's not that you care as much for your own like self-confidence but you know now that you're sort of getting more involved with conferences and and speaking and teaching like it seems like from your experience so far that has had a effect on how people perceive you and if that does bother you and if you think that that might like limit or have some effect on your opportunities in the future then it's something important yeah I'm starting to think, wonder if maybe I should be talking to my director about like, hey, can I just like, do you mind if I publicly change my job title? <laughs> like, you know, just this is how I'm going to introduce myself from now on. I know nothing has actually changed, but. Yeah, it could even just be that like, maybe it's just the way you introduce yourself. You know, maybe you're focusing too much on the exact job title and maybe instead you should focus on what your responsibilities are or what you actually do as opposed to... You're right. I'm Charlie, the marketing designer or whatever. Uh, You could be like, I'm Charlie and I lead all of our marketing projects from a design perspective, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. You could sort of change what your elevator pitch is. Yeah, you're right. And it was really interesting, actually, in response to this thread I had... um, Gary Turner, who was the managing director of Zero in the UK. So he was my like 
well, I, you know, he's like the big boss of the UK version of Zero, where I worked when I first moved to London. And he was saying some really interesting things about how, like, there's no law that says that your past employer, like, um, you have to give the exact job title that they gave you on your CV. Right. There's nothing saying that. You can say whatever you want. And people also recommended that instead it's better to write a job title that better fits with what your exactly. skills were and what your responsibilities were. And so Gary himself was saying, like, you definitely need to be putting senior or lead. And if anyone has a problem with that, let oh, me know and I'll back you up. That's so <laughs> like, nice. Bless you. Bless you. Because my title at zero was just marketing designer. It did not have senior in it. And we did have those levels. <laughs> so yes, bless him. <laughs> That's such a good point. I mean, I've done this. I, I have this on my LinkedIn today. If you go to my LinkedIn and look at my job title that I put down for when I was at Atomic is not at all the job title that was on my... What was it? And what was your actual job title? Um, You know what? I can't even remember what the real one was. It was something like... It was something to do with customer support, but it wasn't okay. customer support. But, you know, while I was there, I did marketing design, I did content management, I ran meetups and events and, you know, did all this stuff. And so on my LinkedIn, I think it says uh, design evangelist was my, was the title that I gave myself. So that is like not what it was legally, but hey, I think it better represents what I did there. Yeah. And you're completely right. And that I think is what we should all be doing is making sure that the title is representing what we do based on what the general industry knowledge of that job title is. Yeah. So if, for example, I did decide that I wanted to leave ConvertKit and suddenly want to work at one of these big tech companies, I probably would write like marketing design lead or something as my job title because... And that's what you did. I'm not just, yeah, I'm not just designing marketing projects. I'm also conducting all the user testing, diving into data. I'm like directing which projects we should actually work on as well as just doing the work, you know? So... Yeah, I feel like that would be a better description of what I actually do. So maybe I should just start introducing myself as that. <laughs> I think so. I think it better represents what you do anyway. And if you are in a position and, and now speaking to people listening as well, where you're not happy with what your current job title is and it's sort of affecting your self-worth, like maybe you think, you know, you deserve a, a different title or you're not happy with it, um, then, you know, bring it up with your manager. That is what managers are for. Have that discussion with them and, you know, tell them how you're feeling about it and see if it's a possibility because maybe your manager just didn't think that it was something important to you. Uh, and it might be an easy thing to change. You never know. So yeah, that would sort of be my advice for, for someone who's listening and not happy with their current job title. Yeah. I think that, I don't know, this is what we're talking about feels like a bandaid on a bigger problem too, in that job titles are really, as we've discussed, not a very accurate way of understanding your growth or understanding what your responsibilities are in a place. And I just don't know another solution. Like, I don't know, because like you, like we said, I've been on the reviewing CVs side of the hiring process and you just have so little time. You cannot read multiple paragraphs about each role to like really dig into the details of what you were doing there. Um, bullet points at most is what you can skim through. And so job titles are play a huge part in telling us about what you're, you know, what you've been doing in your career. And I just wish that I knew another way around that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. It, it is challenging, especially when you're sort of doing the resume thing uh, that can be hard. 
Yeah. And I also think in general, especially in Silicon Valley, perhaps a lot of job titles end up being very inflated. Like there's a difference in being, I think anyway, like say the creative director of a whole company, a whole agency or something, or you're the creative director for one very small specific part of the app, right? Both the same job title, but because of the way Silicon Valley works, all of the stuff gets inflated. Like people become a senior whatever after two, three years in the industry, right? You're like, how? What is left yeah. in your whole like 40 year career? <laughs> exactly. Um, and so then we invent new things, right? Like you just said things like principal yeah. and staff. And I'm like, what the heck is staff? Like that doesn't sound higher than principal at all, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we just keep have to inflating all this stuff and yeah, I don't know, don't like it. That's why, even though I'm saying that I wish that I could have a more impressive title for the outside world, I'm glad that inside ConvertKit, we don't really have that as a thing going on. Yeah. Because I just, like, on a day-to-day basis, don't think about my job title at all. But when I was at a company that did have this, like when I was at Zero and they brought in this level of senior designers and I wasn't one, I was gutted. And like, that was all I would think about. I was, it was like a little marker telling me that I am less worthy than my colleague, you know, um, because of this job title. And maybe I would have already had that previously if we'd had open salaries or something like that. I don't know. But because job title was a known thing and it was out there in the world, ranking us, leveling us, I thought about it a lot. So yeah, I'm happy to not think about it now. Yeah. How do you find that with, because obviously job job titles very open at uber and you know where people are in relation in relation to you does it affect you on a day-to-day basis um it's very clear like everyone knows what each other's title is and therefore has a certain set of expectations on each other based on that yep so if we're having like a team meeting like in general the sort of more junior designers would expect the senior designers to take the lead or have a have a louder opinion or something like that. Uh, so it definitely shows on a day-to-day basis um, in, in meetings and the types of projects people get as well. Uh, so yeah, it, it is a conscious thing and it's also constantly like a discussion as well in terms of like, Okay, well, I think that, you know, your manager might say, all right, well, we could try and go for for a promotion in the next uh, performance review cycle. Uh, Here's the things that maybe you should think about doing in that time. Uh, You know, so it it is like a discussion and an active thing that happens. Uh, So, yeah, I guess the answer to that is, yeah, I, I do think about it quite a lot. Yeah. But what it sounds like where it's different though is there isn't a limited number of any one of those roles at any one time. Like you don't have to, if you're a product designer too, you don't have to wait for whatever you said the next level is to leave until you can become it. No, it's a personal journey. It's, it's not like on this team, we need it. Like this is the ratio we need to have or anything. It's not like that. It's, it's you personally and your own projected growth. Yeah. That makes more sense because at zero, it was a case of uh, well, what they told me anyway was all oh, these people are senior designers, so you can't be one. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm sorry. That's just really stupid. <laughs> yep. Um, and there was no, like, honestly, like being completely open, that's one of the reasons why I left. That's ridiculous. Was because I didn't feel like, yeah, there was any pathway for me to move up. No one was telling me because I expressed interest. I was like, hey, 
you know, I've been here longer than these people and we used to be peers. Why can't I be a senior designer? And they told me it was because I was based in London and not an HQ. And they did not tell me anything that I could do to change, you know, the situation and become one, I guess, maybe apart from moving back to Wellington. So yeah, I was like, okay, don't see any growth. I think you did the right thing by leaving. If you're in that situation and you're listening, get out. That's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And I think it brought a lot of baggage with me to the next job that I went to. Um, I remember in the interview, I, I said like, oh yeah, my goal would be to become a senior designer. And they were like, well, we don't really have that here. Like, you know, we're not planning on having a big team. So you wouldn't actually be leading anyone. And I was like, okay, you know what? That's when I learned I don't care about job titles as long as it's not like something I'm missing out on. Yeah. I only care about it when it's something that I've that I don't have yet, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So like if I was in your situation, I would for sure be wanting every performance review cycle to be moving up to the next level. That's just like how my mind works. Yeah. Good talk though. Is there anything else that you wanted that you wanted to share on here? I don't think so. Um, thanks for talking through this with me. It's oh, interesting no worries. to hear our different perspectives on this. Um, and yeah, honestly, it just sounds like the, whatever your background is and whatever your current context is with job roles will be how you see it. Uh, and maybe that's something we should all remember too, that when someone introduces themselves to us and they say their job title, dig deeper uh, and find out about their company and what their the responsibilities actually are because they could be a lot more valuable than you might think they are, maybe. Yes, so true. All right. Thank you for listening. If you want to listen to more episodes like this, you can go to designlife.fm. Yes, and follow us on Twitter at designlife.fm and follow me and Fem on Twitter as well. We will put our Twitter usernames in the show notes because, I mean, even if I say them, you probably wouldn't spell them right. <laughs> so We like to yeah, tweet. Yeah, we do like to tweet. And you can join in on conversations like the one that we've been referencing throughout this this episode. Also, if you are currently listening to this episode on your commute or your run or whatever, send us a picture. There was a few of you who sent us a photo of you listening to the show a few weeks back and we loved seeing your photos. So please do share it with us on Twitter or on Instagram. We'll leave our Instagrams as well in the show notes. We'd love to see you listening to the show. That would be great. All right, fam. Talk to you next week. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.